rush hour in Newham, East London. Until recently, you wouldn't have found this area in any tourist guidebook. It's a poor neighbourhood, a landscape of warehouses, high-rise buildings and fast food outlets. But since 2005, when London won the bid to host the 2012 Olympic Games, this area has been changing fast. As one of the so-called Olympic boroughs of London 2012, Newham is currently undergoing a major facelift. New train stations and the largest shopping mall in Europe are just some of the new facilities. But not everyone has welcomed the changes. It's not for us, is it? It's for rich people. So, you know, don't bother me, Olympics. That's Newham teenager Alex. He's one of a growing number of local residents concerned about the unprecedented security operation which has accompanied the Games. Policing in Newham, says Alex, is unfair. If you've got money, they probably help you out. But if you ain't got no money and you're a nobody, they ain't going to do nothing for you. When my bike got stolen or when I got attacked, they didn't do nothing about it. I'm sure if it was the other way around, I attacked someone or I stole someone's bike, I'm sure they would have done a lot more than what they've done for me. The biggest peacetime operation in British history is how the London Metropolitan Police describes London 2012. In Newham, you can't miss the heightened security. Miles of electric fencing ring the Olympic Park. Private security guards patrol the roads. Surface-to-air missiles are positioned on the rooftops of local residential buildings. And a temporary police operations unit is being built on a nearby park. At a recent meeting, organised by the London Metropolitan Police Olympic Community Relations Team, Inspector Tom Wingate argued that the policing of the Olympics would not interfere with the event itself. This isn't a security event, this is a sporting event with a security overlay and we're there to support and assist and make sure that the event goes off safely. So the local policing will still remain the same. We still have local police for local issues, but it'll be enhanced to make sure it goes off smoothly. But despite claims like this, the policing of Newham and the other Olympic boroughs is nonetheless causing concern amongst many local residents. We're looking at a different policing situation this year. Our perception of the patterns that we're seeing is that there is something of a clean-up operation going on. That's Estelle de Boulay, director of Newham Monitoring Project, a local anti-racist organisation. They're one of several groups who are monitoring the policing tactics that will be used during London 2012. One of those tactics is dispersal zones, which allows police officers to order any group of two or more people to leave a specified area. In May 2012, the London Metropolitan Police confirmed that a three-month dispersal zone had been put in place in the neighbourhood closest to the Olympic Park. But, says Inspector Wingate, the measure is unconnected to the Olympics. There's no plans to put in the dispersal zones as per se, purely for the Olympics. Haven't they already started? If, if they have certain areas where there's a high rate in crime, then it's a local crime tactic to do that. It's not just because the Olympics are coming here. But others disagree. New monitoring projects say that dispersal zones are being used by the police to put much of East London on lockdown during the Games. And it's not the only tactic that's being used. I have a son who's 15 years old and he was recently stopped by the police. His story reminded me very much of when I was younger. I said to him that he had to always keep, make sure he was calm, don't give them the excuse to, you know, to just abuse you. This is the reality of London life. 
my experiences as a dad were fundamentally different from the experiences of black parents with their teenage kids, particularly sons. They're sucked into the criminal justice system. Their whole behavior in the public space, I would suggest, is problematized and targeted. Two fathers, the first black, the second white, speaking about stop and search. You heard first from Joseph Alexander, a resident of a public housing estate close to the Olympic Park. The second voice is playwright Dominic Taylor, author of Stop Search. If you walk around the city and you see who's getting stopped and searched, you notice that it's almost always black people. Rebecca Del Sol of the Open Society Justice Initiative researches racial profiling by police across Europe with a particular focus on the most common stop-and-search law in the UK, known as Section 60. Looking at the figures for the last two years, since the peak in 2008, there does seem to be a reduction in Section 60. But what is particularly worrying about that is, despite the reduction in the numbers of Section 60, the disproportionality levels are getting higher. Black people are 37 times more likely to be stopped under this power, and Asian people 10 times more likely, which is the highest levels of disproportionality we've ever seen in this country. With hundreds of police officers expected to flood the streets of East London during the Olympics, it's that disproportionality which is worrying Rebecca Del Sol, New Monitoring Project and others. There's a real concern around disproportionality and that the Olympics is taking place in boroughs that are heavily mixed. We're particularly concerned about the knock-on effects of that. Del Sol points out that anger at police harassment was one of the primary motivating factors for the many young people of colour who participated in the English riots of August 2011. The riots began only a couple of miles from the Olympic Park in Tottenham, North London, and there were particularly violent scenes in Hackney, one of the Olympic boroughs. Inspector Wingate of the Olympic Community Relations Team says the police have learned from the riots. We're very, very aware of what happened last summer and it started in Tottenham and it escalated. We are working with the local communities across London, looking at community tensions, how we interact with the public and actually how we can make this a successful Games and beyond. Despite these reassurances, Estelle de Boulay of New Monitoring Project says East London's ethnic minorities are in fact already seeing heavier policing. The contact that we have with communities such as Muslim communities and black communities, people are starting to report increased stop and search, increased raids. So that it, to us it appears as if these are the communities that are not welcome or that, that are feared that might interrupt the Games in some way and that they're actually now facing an increased targeting in the run-up to the Games. The London Metropolitan Police have branded their Olympics operation Total Policing, perhaps an effort to reassure the world that it won't be seeing a repeat of last summer's civic unrest. Yet concerns about the policing of London 2012 remain, say Joseph Alexander and Dominic Taylor. With regards to the Olympics and how the policing is going to affect younger people, I think it will probably be, in, you know, sadly, in a, in a negative way. The difficulty with an event like the Olympics for policing is that any country, any city wants to put its best foot forward. It wants to show its best side. So therefore you have one kind of cleanup. I think that that's the particular concern leading up to the Olympics is that the thing that is already going badly will go worse. The London 2012 organisers and the Metropolitan Police say that a higher level of security is necessary for a safe and secure Games. But others are concerned that the impact this will have on communities will continue long after the athletes and cameras have left town. 
and that this will be the true legacy of London 2012. For Making Contact, I'm Jessie Levine in London.